in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to a bonus episode of Christine's FLR podcast. This episode was first heard on my Patreon and the Wisdom app. Search at Christine Kellogg for both. Now, let's get into it. Today, I am going to give you a little bit of a life update as well as kind of go over just some things that have come up about men who are interested in exploring different dynamics in their relationship and their wives are just kind of not feeling it or they don't know how to approach it. I'm just going to touch on that a little bit. But first, let me, let's talk about what's been going on. I don't know if anybody's interested in, you know, the camping update. I found out that the camper we thought was a 1986 is actually a 1984. Good to know we're getting older and not newer. We are actually T minus two months, less than two months until we move out of our house. We've given our notice and the chaos has begun. We had the girls' prom last weekend, so that ate up that weekend. We have less than six weekends until we have to have everything downsized, what we want to keep in storage and what we want to get rid of, gotten rid of. And there's other things that are contributing to that, and it's a little overwhelming, but I'm very excited for the next step. We paid off our truck in the same day we paid it off the Motor Blue. Welcome to our life. So we recently bought another truck, which was a big big relief to be able to find one that was in our price range, which was quite small. But I think we found something that's good and reliable and will get us where we need to go. So I'm happy about that. I mean, focusing on the positives, at least that truck motor blew before we were on the road and somewhere where we didn't know what to do or who to trust to fix it, or whatever the case may be. So it sucks, but I'm thankful it happened now before we were out on the road. I think that's it for like life things. My OnlyFans, uh, some of the content that I hope to be releasing on there is some of the goodies that Locked in Lust sent me. I am absolutely blown away 
I was super happy with the quality of what I received. I'm super excited to give them a try. They sent me a few things. I did record an unboxing video. I don't know where that will end up, but if you see it, be gentle. I've never done an unboxing video, not to mention I was in my tiny ass booth trying to do it. I'm going to try each and every item. Well, one of the items is for my subby, and I'm very excited about that one. But thanks so much to Locked and Lust for sending that. And I hope to have those reviews out very soon with content on OF and my Patreon. You will also, all of you fantastic folks, will receive uh, an inside look on those. What else? I also kind of wanted to address this. And I know maybe I've said it on past episodes, but... I'm kind of trying to figure out where I want this podcast to go. I don't want people to lose interest. I value my listeners very much. And I want to give you content that you enjoy listening to or, you know, that you find helpful and useful. I am working on getting many more guests. Now, they may not necessarily be female-led relationship guests. They could just be lifestyle guests. They could be swingers. They could be, they participate in chastity, but not a female-led relationship. I just want to get people on here and let's just talk about life. I think it's interesting to get people's perspective on things. And that is my plan is to get more guests on here. And I would also like my subby on here more. There are so many episodes that I want to record, but I want him to do them with me because I think that people value what he has to say. We are going to do a camping kickoff. Unfortunately, Mother Nature had not cooperated this year. And now that Mother Nature is cooperating, we currently don't have the time to get there to do the camping kickoff. We technically haven't camped. So we will do the kickoff or the camping kickoff episode the first weekend that we get to be there, which fingers crossed will be yet in May. I just don't know. I also have a listener who asked to interview me and I absolutely want to do that. So stay tuned for that. This person can ask me whatever they want. I am an open book. I pretty much tell you everything there is to tell. I don't remember if I mentioned this in a previous episode or not, but I'm trying very hard to not give the negative feedback time. I don't want to spend so much time on negative feedback that I get about things, but sometimes I do like to address it. And my friend Cindy that I talk to kind of regularly, more regularly than we used to, mentioned that, you know, a couple minutes here and there is perfect. It doesn't need to be a whole episode. And I think I'm going to focus more on an actual female-led relationship, like just things that we encounter on a day-to-day or, you know, tips. First, I'm going to address real quickly. I know my phone number is listed in, in my show notes and things like that. It is really hard for me to take phone calls. If you try to actually call me, I probably will not answer just because the day-to-day things that I have to do and whatever. You can send me a text. I will respond. And if it's something where you want to set up a Zoom or Skype call, we can do that. But that number is mainly if you want to text me. And I know I've said in the past to you that you can call it and you can call it, but you will probably get my voicemail. So you can always email me 
I do my best to get those answered in a timely fashion. And sometimes it's easier for me to just set up a time to actually talk to you because it can be hard for me to articulate what I'm trying to get across when I'm typing it in an email. It's much easier if you can hear the tone of my voice or, you know, interact with me while we're talking about whatever it is. On that note, I received a text from somebody regarding participating in chastity. And they said they wanted to participate in chastity. They discussed it with their wife and their wife was like, yeah, that's fine. So they started practicing chastity, but the wife is really not interacting. And they were just wondering what to do to get the wife to interact more. And I think the biggest thing is just from the conversation that we had, and I relayed this message too in the text, that it seems as though maybe she is appeasing him and not really interested in participating, but just wants him to go away. And that's a harsh way to say it, but that's not what, and and that's not necessarily what I mean. Just she doesn't want to have the conversation. So she's like, yeah, I'll participate, whatever, do it. And then just wants nothing more to do with it. And I understand this approach because I think a lot of women want to make their husband happy and they come up to their wives. The husband will come up to the wife with this suggestion or this thought of, hey, let's do this. Let's participate in this. And the wife's like, well, does how much does it involve me? If it's not work for me, go ahead. And then they just kind of walk on and live their daily life. And on that note, daily life, I mean, you, if you have, you know, a hectic life, you're working full time, you have kids, all of those things, adding an extra dynamic that maybe requires some extra work can be a daunting, a daunting idea. In this specific case, there are full time jobs and kids and the wife does not seem to have any interest in participating. Um, the husband is offering resources for her to you know, take a look at it or, you know, resources for her to do more research on it. And I think the biggest struggle that women may have is the understanding of why, why a man would want to do this. Taking it from a different approach, take the sex out of it or just remove that from the equation for a minute. Women, your men will be so, so much more attentive and it may be a rough road the first couple of days. And like I've said before, anytime you try chastity, you should start out slow. But once you get into the groove of things, you will notice your husband starting to change. They will be far more attentive to your needs. Their senses are so heightened. And I very much enjoy like just the littlest touch it sends my husband closer and closer to the edge. And I thoroughly enjoy that. Practicing chastity should not feel like work. There is really nothing that is required from the female. I mean, you basically get to just have fun with it. I love that my subby is locked up. I love wearing skimpy tank tops and short shorts now that it's finally fucking warming up where I live. I enjoy that. He enjoys seeing me in those clothes and it just heightens everything. It, he said this too. It's like a constant, it's like constant foreplay. I don't know if I've discussed this before, but turning him on turns me on. Sometimes taking away what is easily accessible makes you want it more. It's like, okay, this is the first example that came to that came to mind. And maybe that's because it's finally turning into summer here. And of course, I don't have the summer body I would like, but like a diet. 
okay, you say, I'm going to quit drinking soda or pop, wherever you're from and whatever you call it. So you tell yourself you're going to stop or that you can't have it anymore. And then all of a sudden you want it all the fucking time. Like that's all you think about. God, I could really go for this soda or this pop or whatever. It kind of works the same way with chastity. You know, all of a sudden you you can't have it anymore, which you can, you hold control. But I mean, if you put it in your brain, it's caged. I, can't, I don't have access to it anymore. It makes you want it even more. I said, take the sex out of it. And here we are back at the sex. What's on my brain? For this particular person that reached out, I think that you need to sit down and have a, a discussion with your wife. Because if it's something that she doesn't want to participate in, but is doing it because she thinks it will make you happy. I mean, that's sweet of her, but if that's the way it is and she's not going to participate, then I think you need to sit down and reflect. What are you hoping to get out of this chastity journey? Because you can absolutely participate by yourself, but is it going to be fulfilling? I mean, obviously you will still receive the benefits of the chastity. It is going to make you, you know, your senses heightened. It's going to make you more attentive to your wife. It's going to have positive effects. But if this is something that you don't want to do unless your wife is participating, you may have to decide what you want to do. And and like I messaged too, sit down and have a discussion with her and find out what her reservations are. Because sometimes it seems like the woman isn't on board because she feels like it's going to be more work for her. With life and kids and things like that, some women have a misconception that these dynamics or chastity is more work for them. They have to babysit their spouse or tell them what to do or, you know, there's so many misconceptions about it. So maybe sitting down and having a conversation with her about what her actual reservations are and maybe she just really isn't interested in it at all and that's okay then you just have to decide how you want to move forward. Do you want to move forward by yourself? Because that is a possibility. Or do you just want to scrap it? I mean, it just depends on how important it is to you. Same with a Twitter conversation that I had of a gentleman wanting to get his wife on board with a female-led relationship and wondering how to get started with it. And I think sit down with your partner and ask them if they fully understand what a female-led relationship is. Because again, I think some women misconstrue a female-led relationship as more work, like they're taking on another kid. And I mean, fuck, life can be rough. It can be tiring. And I'm not saying it isn't for men, but sometimes it's real rough for women. I think both equally, but I think women feel more of a responsibility when it comes to taking care of the home or whatever, whether they do or not. I think it's just in the back of their mind. It's more of a responsibility. I mean, I think all the time of the things that I need to get done around the house because I want them done. If the female-led relationship label freaks them out or they don't like it or whatever the case may be, you don't have to have the label. It really kind of falls on the submissive shoulders, in this case, the husband, to do the things that would be part of a female-led relationship. Do the dishes, cook her supper, have things done, get the kids if she needs you to get the kids or just go get them and say, hey, I already got the kids. You can just come home and put your feet up. I'll get supper started when I get home. Or 
you know, do things that you're able to do that will make her life easier. I think, too, that just doing the things, even before you have the conversation with your partner, if you just do the things a submissive husband would do, and if you don't like the word submissive, just do the things that a good husband would do. In my mind, a submissive husband is a good husband. You can start out small and gradually work your way up. Once you've been doing them for a while, sit down and have another conversation and say, you know, how are you liking how things are going? I think a lot of women are nervous to express their dominance because they feel like they're going to do it wrong. And ladies, let me tell you, do what feels right. You can't do it wrong. It's you. It's your relationship. Follow your gut and just let the shit flow. There are so many times early on in our relationship where there was things that I wanted to say and I didn't because I was scared. And I've told my husband about it later, most of them years later, just different situations that triggered that memory or whatever. And he's like, you should have said it. It would have been fucking perfect. It would have been so hot or whatever the case may be. Trust your gut. You know your husband. You know your relationship. Be confident in your ability to dominate. And if you don't like the word dominate, take control. There's nothing wrong with it, especially if you and your partner have communicated your boundaries and he has said this is what he wants. Don't be insecure and don't let topping from the bottom happen. FLR, chastity, whatever the case may be, it's it's going to require communication. And If starting an FLR, if you're trying to start an FLR and your female partner is not getting on board, there are things you can do to be submissive without actually having her be dominating to you. Women, take control in the bedroom. Just do it. I mean, it's so funny because it goes back and forth. Some women are very insecure about taking control in the bedroom and other women are more comfortable taking control in the bedroom than they are outside of the bedroom. And I, I can't even tell you, having the confidence to do what feels good and what feels right in the moment and taking control in the bedroom is so liberating. I don't know if liberating is the word I want to use for that, but It's pretty fucking awesome. That seems more like it. It's just empowering. That's the word I like. Empowering. If there's one thing I could suggest to women out there, just be confident in your abilities. You know what you're doing. You know what turns your man on. Take control and do what feels good for you. And I guarantee they will find it hot. There's nothing sexier than a confident, dominant woman. There really isn't. Hopefully that helped somewhat. I think, you know, communication is key. Sit down and really break down what these relationships, whether it's chastity, female-led relationship, or whatever dynamic you're wanting to explore, break it down, what it means to you, what do you want it to look like, and how do you accomplish that? And I think that if those lines of communication are open, it will go quite smoothly. So before I repeat myself again, email me. If there's a topic you want me to talk about that I haven't talked about, email me. Have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. I sincerely hope that something that was said in this episode was useful to you. 
As always, all of my contact info is in the show notes of this episode. And if you'd like to support my podcast, please find me on Patreon. Your support is truly appreciated. Have a great weekend, be a good human being, and take care of each other. Mwah!